Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe, coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Tuesday Crew, the band is back together. Moshe Golubchik, John Hartnett, Brett Hahn, Grant Langwa. And we're going to get things started with a topic we haven't really talked about much in the last few weeks, unfortunately. That being the Rutgers men's basketball team. Um, obviously, no play, haven't played a game since they lost in the first round of the NIT. But some notable players entering the transfer portal and some other players as well. Um, Rutgers in the last couple weeks has had three players enter the transfer portal. Jalen Miller, whatever. And then you have Oscar Palmquist and Dean Reber, which are interesting because Oscar Palmquist, we saw him getting a lot more minutes after Moat Mag got hurt, but you expect with the addition of guys like Gav Griffiths next year and hopefully Moat Mag coming back, you wonder how much time he's going to get. And losing Dean Reber, or potentially losing Dean Reber, very interesting, especially when you consider that Cliff Amore declared for the draft, so we don't know if Cliff Amore will be back on the banks next season. Yeah, I mean, there, there's still a chance for Cliff to be on the roster because he maintained his college eligibility. Right. I mean, that's the biggest thing here. But, um, you know, for, for Rutgers, as you mentioned, two of those players, Dean Reber and Oscar Palmquist, are shooting bigs. So right away, you know, Absolutely. so right away, you're, you're going to have to figure out a way to replace their perimeter presence. They weren't the best defensive players, so if you can find, if you can find a transfer or, or even – one of the recruits come in that you know can kind of blend the offensive defensive uh, sides of the ball together a little bit better. Then they'll be in better shape. Like Dean Reber is six ten, but you, you saw it, you saw it last season. He wasn't overly mobile. Um, he, he, his career high is twelve points against Michigan right. State as a sophomore. Sure, he, he's a he's a great shooter, but he's not somebody that in Steve Peichel's uh, zone like rotation heavy defense isn't really a good fit. So oh. I'll say this about. Dean Reber, though, the thing is, if Dean Reber leaves, which is a possibility, obviously, now that he's entered the transfer portal, if Dean Reber leaves and Cliff Amore gets drafted or doesn't return for whatever reason, then at that point, your most experienced big who ostensibly would, I guess, be your center at that point is Antoine Woolfolk, who he's six foot nine and as a freshman this season played in he played in all the games except he played in all but one game averaged just over seven minutes and 2.3 points a game and that's compared to cliff who averaged i believe it was about 17 points a game let me see cliff averaged sorry 14 points a game but that's still a delta of 12 points and a lot of experience that you're losing if assuming you lose cliff and you lose dean reber which is a possibility yeah, and and the biggest thing is they they expect um, they expect Wolfolk to step up and have a sophomore leap. Now now that's a that's a big leap of faith in him, but he's shown in spurts last season on both defensively and on the boards that he's somebody that can step into more minutes comfortably and provide Rutgers with an impact. And you know that it's a big gamble from head coach Steve Peichel and the Rutgers men's basketball program, but. Wolfolk's shown promise in spurts. It's about consistency now. Yeah, definitely. John, what do you think? Am I fed it up? Hold up. Oh, sorry. I always forget to raise my headphone volume. (laughs) Um, 
was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I was gonna say losing Cliff. Like if if Cliff does make the NBA draft, first of all, you know that'd be great for him, his family. I would just say I would. Just, I'm just gonna say like, losing Cliff would probably be the biggest blow. This absolutely like easily just because he because he's such a great defensive player. Um, losing Dean Reber, who's in the transfer report again? Uh, Reber, Jalen Miller, Miller, and Oscar Palmquist. Like if you lose those three guys, I I feel like you can kind of get replacements and you could you'd be all right. But if you lose Cliff, that'd be a big blow to the team. Yeah, Jalen Miller defensively is going to be hard to replace. He was one of their better perimeter defenders. He didn't play many minutes mm-hmm. in that lineup, but he's still somebody in a in a dominant Rutgers defense that absolutely torched the Big Ten. Um, was was an important piece off the bench in that regards. But you can replace his offensive production. The field goal, the shooting splits were pretty abysmal for the most part. I'm, I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it. Um, so you know, it's a, it, it's about seeing who Rutgers can get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I almost feel like I feel like where I'm going with this is like Miller's defense is important, and that's and that's going to be a that loss is going to sting but a Miller little didn't bit for Rutgers play this year. He he in limited spurts he played he he played exceptional defense. His shooting splits weren't very like were abysmal to say the least. That's what I was just telling John. But um, okay, but Jalen Miller played in 17 games and averaged less than a point a game. Yeah, the offense is awful, but the beyond the statute, the defense was the the defensive Excuse side me, of the ball is where games. he made his impact. But you know, like you said, like you said, Mo, he, he wasn't he didn't play many minutes. Yeah. It wasn't a big I'm, factor in the rotation. I'm more okay. concerned between Jalen Miller and Oscar Palmquist. I'm more concerned about losing Palmquist, frankly. I was I was gonna say the same thing because Are you guys scared about uh. <laughs> Him, I mean, obviously, Watt Mag was is the glue that we saw that broke everything. But do you right. think Palmquist could become another piece of that? I think it's a good possibility because here's the thing: Palmquist is not a guy that's going to put up points day in and day out. He had the game where he put up 13. He had the game where he put up, I think it was nine in one of the games. Yeah, he put up nine at Indiana when they lost at Assembly Hall, and in the game against Minnesota, he put up 13. That was his career high. But Palmquist we've seen is a really versatile player and he's he came up big in a lot of defensive situations um in for this team and Steve Peichel talked throughout the end of the last two months of the season about the impact that Oscar Palmquist was able to make coming off the bench and really being able to fill that gap not entirely obviously he's not going to produce the same way Mawat Mag did but he played really well. Now, granted, like I said earlier, at some point you hope you get Mawat Mag back. We Obviously, with a torn ACL, you never know how long their, that recovery will be. But you also, you're bringing in Gavin Griffiths and Delquan Warren this season, who are highly touted freshmen and some of the highest ranked prospects Rutgers has ever brought in. Um, so you... If you're Oscar Palmquist, I think you're rightly wondering what your playing time is going to look like next year in a year where Derek Simpson's going to get, presumably going to get a starting, going to take Paul's spot in the starting rotation. Um, obviously, we'll have to wait and see how Steve Peichel replaces the likes of Caleb McConnell and Andre Hyatt. But it, if I'm Oscar Palmquist, and frankly, Dean Reber also, now, like I said, with Cliff potentially going to the draft, it does put Dean Reber in an interesting spot. But I don't know that Dean Reber 
really can be that true replacement for Cliff either. Dean Reber is 6'10", so he's an inch shorter than Cliff. But I'm, I'm not sure he's got the right build to be a true center. I have to agree with you, Mo. Like, the only thing that I could think of, if you if Cliff does go with the NBA, who is there anybody out there in, within the transfer portal that Rutgers can grab? Is there, are, um, are there any big centers on centers the market? Centers in the transfer portal? I'm yeah. not sure. There are a lot of guards, I'm told. Okay. Um, there are some bigs. I mean, there... Nobody with, you know, nobody with like, you know, traditional center size. But, but you, you got a guy, Stephen Clark, uh, six foot eight forward. Yeah, it's. What about the guy from Pitt, though? Too, um, but yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens with that. And you've got to remember that whoever comes into this. This role for Rutgers, whether it's Cliff Amore or someone else, is still going to have to deal with the likes of um, Zach Eady. I don't remember if Hunter Dickinson is is going to be back next season. But you have to deal with very big, very strong centers in the Big mm-hmm. Ten. I mean... Boo Booey. Boo Booey's another one. Best, exactly. name, best name in the Big Ten. You've got to deal with some very big, very versatile players. And that's a challenge. And so it'll be very interesting to see, you know, even if they can get someone from a place like Pitt, the ACC and the Big Ten are not equal, frankly. Well, I just um, – I don't have anything to say to that besides kind of what the obvious is, but I wanted to go back to the torn ACL thing. Um, obviously, you can do a quick search. It's six to nine months. And he was and- injured in – Mid-February? Yeah, early yeah. February? And um, early February. depending on how he goes about it, because you can do a cadaver, or you can do, if you're young enough, which is like 40 or active enough, older, uh, your own like hamstring or your patella tendon, that can do 8 to 10. So I don't know what he's going to go with, but it I is believe he did already thing. have surgery. He did? Okay. Well, so good. remains to be seen what will happen exactly with Mawat Mag. Um, hopefully you see him back. At some point this season. Um, but like I said, and I know, Brett, I think you alluded to this as well. Jalen Miller, not a huge loss. Oscar Palmquist and Dean Reber, depending on what version of them you get in a given day, that that can be more impactful, in my opinion. Yeah, and this is, you know, it's, a, it's especially true when you, you know, like, like Grant alluded to before, most of the transfer portal is guards. So, you know, it's it's going to be hard to replace the bigs. Yeah. Um, you know, there there are some names out there. You know, it's Stephen Clark guy I mentioned before from Citadel, six foot eight forward. Uh, he averaged 16 points, six and a half rebounds, and a, almost two blocks a game last season. Has one year eligibility remaining. Um, there's a guy, Dame Dame Adelkin. He's he played uh, for Dartmouth last season. Averaged 14 points, seven rebounds, six foot eight, 220 pounds. Um, so so that's. That's another guy to keep an eye on there. Uh, there's one more. Uh, this this guy's a little bit of a de- developmental project. Uh, his name's Joe Jones, sophomore. He played for Georgia State. Uh, he's six foot nine, huge wingspan and good length for uh, for defensive purposes. So I mean, there's just a few names to keep an eye on. I'm sure there's going to be more. I mean, it's very early into the season for that. Absolutely. So th- those are just all, some names to shoot out there now. All in all, I think it's going to be a very interesting look for Rutgers when we get to November because you got to think they have to, you know, they're losing Paul Mulcahy. They're losing Caleb McConnell. McConnell is the last of the 
trio that really rebuilt this program when Steve Peichel got here, along with Ron Harper Jr. and Geo Baker. So you're losing McConnell, you're losing Paul Mulcahy. Now, Derek Simpson, like we said, will presumably step up into that role, but he can't necessarily play exactly the same way as Paul Mulcahy did. And as our beloved sports director likes to talk about, Paul Mulcahy is is six foot seven. Derek Simpson is only six foot three, which is much more standard for a Big Ten guard. But Paul's got that size advantage. I also just want to point out that Derek Simpson's more of a combo guard, while while Mulcahy's your traditional pass first. Uh, defensive point guard absolutely so i'm it so derek simpson i i I completely agree with you there uh mo that his his development is something to keep an eye on it's important for ruckers for this ruckers basketball program to take that next step we saw it towards the end of the season there yeah he was able to create his own shot he's able to generate points with consistency tournament yeah he 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 started in the playoffs games when they counted and performed at the highest level so it's just about taking that next step. And if Derek Sinsman can do that, this team is going to be light years ahead of where it is this year. Absolutely. Um, interesting to see where the Rutgers men's team will end up. Frankly, the women's team too, but they really haven't made any news since they lost in their Big Ten tournament. So we'll talk about them once there's something to talk about. They do need to bring in some some transfers of their own. They need to be buyers at the deadline. Because they – yes – because right now they have about seven players, if you include Jillian Herter. Um, I have been told, though, that everyone other than Abby Streeter is expected back next season. Okay. So including Jillian Herter, they're actually eight players again. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll see where that turns out for the Rutgers women's like basketball just for, team. Just for like next year, because there's obviously still retooling. Just get bodies, so you can give. So you, so you can give your starting lineup some bricks, like some some minutes, yes. to get some water. Yes. Like, I mean, you had that be that would suck to have them go through an eight woman roster again next year. Yeah, I mean, Kayleen Smichael and Awa Sadibe were averaging thirty five minutes a game because yeah. there was no one else. Right now, Kayleen Smichael played you know fantastic basketball. She had over five hundred points as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, Kayleen Smichael is going to do great things at Rutgers. Get her some help if you're a girl and you go to Rutgers, play basketball. <laughs> Just you know, try out. I mean, basketball's fun. You got you got maybe the band actually, there. Maybe they'll actually get some walk-ons this year. <laughs> there you go. John Harnett, Rutgers recruiter. There you go. You heard it. You heard it from me here. John Harnett, WRSU eighty point seven FM in the sports department. Please, if you're if you're a lady and you go to Rutgers University, it doesn't matter what your major is. It's basketball. Love basketball. Get to travel to uh, places like Iowa. Champaign, Illinois. <laughs> some colder places. <laughs> All these beautiful places. Yeah. My question for you, I'm just going pivoting back to the men's team. Let me a dumb question. Okay, Dr. Geller. <laughs> huh? Nothing. Okay. It's never a dumb question, John. Let's hear it. So McConnell's a fifth-year senior. Yep. Uh, Fulon's a senior. Spencer's a senior. Has uh, McKayhee and Spencer, how does how does the fifth-year senior thing work? I think. So, um, so Mulcahy, I believe, is done. Um, Cam Spencer, I know, has one more year of eligibility. I don't know exactly okay. What the process is for that, but um, so to be honest, I don't know. I just know that okay. we are expecting to have Cam Spencer back next season. Okay, okay. And uh, so I'm assuming the same with Paul. I think. Hold on. I believe it's. Uh, 
I believe you are granted one year of eligibility. However, though, I do I think I know how Joe, Jordan Bohan was able to get an extra year past his fifth year was the fact that he was able to redshirt his freshman year. So he right, had an and there's also there. There's COVID. There were COVID. Yeah, COVID. So stuff. I think you do get a COVID uh, year. I gotcha. Right, but we'll we'll see how that turns out. Like I said, I know for a f- I do know that Cam Spencer does have one more year of eligibility. Okay. I think Paul has one more year of eligibility as well. He was class, he was high school class 2019, right? Um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he's a year so older than, than us, than well, me at least. Then, well, he's a year younger than me. Uh, so I believe uh, it's uh, so I believe he does have one more year left if he okay. does have a COVID year. That would make sense. And then yeah, I believe that is correct. That Paul Mulcahy he is 2019 high school class. I'm looking at his bio right now on the Rutgers website. Let's see. Because next year, yeah. this program is going to look a lot different. Because then you're going to lose Paul. Well, next year is next year. Everybody, well, that's when you hope uh, Ace Bailey could. Uh, and then you hope you can get Dylan Harper. But yeah. from what I've heard, Duke is heavily, has been heavily recruiting him. And Can you blame him? No. <laughs> I saw him play uh, against Bergen Catholic back in February. And he was electric. Like, hmm. he was a. He was electric. He might be. I think he is better than. He is going to be better than Ron. Uh, and that's sacrilegious to say, but I Ooh. truly believe he's going to be better than Ron. That is a bold statement right there. Dylan Harper, if you're listening to the WRSU, somehow, some way, come prove us wrong. Play, play in the WRSU Targum game, <laughs> and and join the WRSU squad. Gotta you're be, you're, you're guaranteed like 40 minutes. All right, Just, please. Thank you. And, and oh, we're boy, only, here we go. <laughs> and we might only be playing a 40 minute game. There you go. So you're playing the whole game. Um, Valuable reps. We will. I'll we will. Uh, we will definitely get you more information on the time and date of that game once that information is available. But it's either going to be the end of April or the beginning of May, right before finals. So look forward to that. Um, I will say I might be making my uh, my WRSU debut here. Uh, I was not available go, to Mo. play last year. Let's go, Mo. That no, knee's no. gonna hold up. You're gonna play 20 minutes. I, hey, I got knee braces and a leave. I'll be Listen, mostly okay. Knee, knee brace, shooting sleeve, headband. Recipe for success. All right. So basically, and, and I'm just gonna channel. Wear Rex Specs. By the way, so I'm just gonna. Uh, Rex Specs and uh, headbands are back in the, are back to being cool again. So basically, Rex Specs never to... left, my guy. They never left. They're the best players so in the court. You want to make? You want me to basically be Paul Mulcahy except five foot eight, terror. Arable at basketball. Paul Mulcahy does not rock Rex Specs. You you can rock Rex Specs, and you're it, it, this is like 2K. All your skills will go up by like plus 10 <laughs> when I put on All the right, Rex. When you put on the Rex Specs, you know what? It's guaranteed. I you know it's what? It's never wrong. It's been I tried and proven. Even, I'm gonna be. I'm going home next week. Maybe I'll bring back my old middle school basketball jersey. No, no. Oh. I can get it on. I just That's can't get it back spec. off. <laughs> but it's re- got magical powers. Uh, I was the it? manager of the seventh grade basketball team. So what kind of powers are we talking here? Um, we expect some sorcery on the court? I have no idea, frankly. I played in three <laughs> games. I scored, I scored zero points. And the one shot I took, there is a non-zero chance that I may have shot at the wrong basket. Oh, no. Oh, so you're oh, on Sports no. Center, not Top Ten? <laughs> we also, by the way, our gym back in the day, the school has since built a new gym. Our gym was so small that I think it was like 60 feet across from end to end so the base so a backcourt violation was if you brought the ball across half court then back to your own foul line (laughs) 
<laughs> because that, the that court. Was high, that was my elementary school. Right. So that this was middle school. My high school had a full size court. Um, actually, my high school. I think the JV team just won a championship, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Let's go, Mo's High School. Now. Um, Bring it back to the transfer yeah. portal. Yeah, sorry. So, so <laughs> this, you know, this this all went into a very good. So, listen, Dylan Harper, okay? Dylan Harper, well, actually, that's a recruit. Never mind. L- listen, all the transfers in the Big Ten and around college, collegiate basketball, okay? You you just heard WRCUFM talk about gym sizes. You, ju- you just heard them talking about Moe's exceptional basketball. So, you can have a chance to meet him on campus if, you, if you're a student, mm-hmm. right? All you have to do is just walk on campus. You spot a guy named Mo and you say hey what's up you know he he's here okay yeah beyond the short the, white kid in the Binghamton sweatshirt exactly beyond the court Rutgers is elite there's so much and the, absolutely so much good food options great in the park middle. great parking opportunities oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's fantastic. laughs> I got something about that later on we'll, we'll hear about that. that later we're in the middle of uh, the two biggest cities on the east coast there you go there you go yeah. What else do you need? We got the art, train got ride the, in New York. You can get an easy train ride in New York. Get the if you like that. Art Museum. It's a little hard again to Philadelphia. You have to stop at Trenton, but that's that might be a deal breaker. Actually, well, not to go. we might all be spending a lot of time in Trenton next year if the rumors are true. What rumors? What? What, um, what I heard is that what, they're going to be renovating Jersey Mike's Arena next year, and Rutgers might play some games in in some random arena in Trenton. Okay, so uh, I didn't I know about that, but that makes me happy because my pool or my poll for uh, maybe an ice hockey team being put into Mike's Arena would be funny. Then yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, let's well, do it. Be, it'd be great. Ice Come on. Um, I mean, they ju- they Come definitely on. do need to add capacity to Jersey Mike's Arena without a doubt. Um, definitely will How, be interesting. What would, they, what would they have to do to add capacity? Though? So I've heard a couple. Like <clears throat> raise the roof. So the options, the, the uh, options I heard, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as we all raise the roof, as they all raise the roof. So the options I heard range from um, there is an upper deck above the above the seating bowl that's currently just office space for various athletic programs. So I heard putting some seats up there potentially. The other option I heard is actually to lower the floor by 10 feet and put in a lower bowl that would would be fire um and that actually if i'm not mistaken would actually keep the trapezoid effect working because the the ceiling doesn't change it's just yeah that's probably the best i think that's the best option yeah that's probably the best option um i mean the arena the the playing surface itself is already underground Mm. um so just go 10 feet lower that'd be Um, cool but it would be it's gonna be very interesting 15 put ice Seeing as they have not yet started that process, it would definitely, if they do it this year, would impact. Um, now, we know they have to do it at some point because part of their naming deal with Jersey Mike's was that they have to renovate the arena. They have to complete a renovation or build a new arena within 10 years. So, yes, they have to, so they have to finish a complete renovation by, the be- I guess, the be- effectively the beginning of the 2031 season. Dude, dude, that that's creeping up, man. They have to do it this year. Come on, they, why? They, why have all on, years they do it Brett, this year? They have eight years left because yeah. they have to start or spending the money now because they have to divert it away from the football team's DoorDash money. So are they oh, using God. John's parking ticket money for this? <laughs> 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 this is what they're John, using their money for. Hey, like you know like what? Five hundred dollars right there. If that's what they're using it for, I've got no problem. <laughs> but I'll get to that later on. We'll get to that. Coming up, but uh, I think we've talked enough about 
Rutgers basketball for the moment. Um, so with that, we're going to step aside on the other side. Locks of the week coming up on the Tuesday crew right here on WRSUFM, New Brunswick. Locks of the week. Locks of the week time here oh, on yeah. the Tuesday crew. Thank you very much there, Grant. Moshe Globchik, Grant Langlois, John Hartnett, and Coach Brett Hahn. Um, so, as we always say, locks of the week is when you listen to a bunch of college kids tell you what to bet on. Um, take it. Take it or don't. Please gamble um, responsibly. Please gamble responsibly. And again, if you lose a bunch of money, it is all your fault. Um, but with that said, um, Coach Hahn, I will... Cede the floor to you, no, my good please, sir. Pl- pl- please let me go last because jo- John and I are sharing a phone right now for this. And <laughs> okay, I, and fine. I, I don't have one, so let Grant. me go last. Grant, go. I have no idea the line. I have no idea who. But You I guys know knew for... this segment was coming. No, I know. But I don't have any gambling stuff on my phone, so I, I don't know. Numbers. Oh, I just go on ESPN. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fair enough. Too. But Pittsburgh Penguins, they, they're going to win. They're going to win tonight against the next. <laughs> yeah, there's tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings are down on the dumps. The the Penguins have an easy schedule left, and they got to start it off right and trying to actually get a spot. They're the second place right now in the, the wild card on the eastern side. And, hey, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, two two goals from Latang tonight. I don't really? know why. Two. And they're playing Detroit? Yeah. It's probably in the, the – the, 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 it's a hockey name. The Red Wing goalie. He's pretty good. Um, Billy Huso. Billy, oh, Huso. Yeah. I think it's the other guy, right? The, oh, or unless you're talking about their uh, the Delkovich. Last year. Yeah, and the Delkovich is pretty oh, solid. Uh, he got put, we got placed on waivers this past like January. Oh my god, I, that, I totally went under my radar. That's why. I That's why I don't have him on my fantasy team anymore. That makes <laughs> sense now. All right. I don't have him on my fantasy team either, which so may or may not be related to the fact that I do not believe in fantasy hockey because I don't do hockey. Come on. So you got Penguins, Latang scoring two tonight yeah. in a W against Detroit. Mm-hmm. I like that. What is the could be an overtime winner from Latang? You never know. Now to judge, uh, yeah, that's Latang's a, a beast cool. in NHL twenty three. So, so I believe. <laughs> oh, oh. I had him last year, and my my buddy stole him from me this year. I was I was upset. What we a schmuck! To, we had to redo our dynasty league, and it was upsetting. Oh, you have a dynasty hockey league? Yeah, I didn't even know those existed. I They're thought it was just for football. Oh, that's cool. Does that exist for every sport? Probably. Probably. I don't know. Be cool. I got some. I got some good people. I got Zegers and Keller. Terrible teams at the wrong, but you know. Regardless of that, Mo, do you know what your lock is? I do, as a matter of fact. There you go. I'm going to go to the world of Major League Baseball, because as you may or may not know, Opening Day is just about 48 hours away. Actually, yeah, less than yeah, that. Yeah. Woo. Um. Actually. <laughs> For the purpose of this lock, it is less than 48 hours away because my lock involves a game that starts at 4.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and involves mine and John's beloved New York Metropolitans. Uh, don't, don't gamble no, on your own team. You're, you're don't gamble on, on your own team. Okay, fine. Gamble on your own team. Fine. I don't fine. I will no, pick no, something do, else. Do, do what you want, but I, I, you know I, I, no, I have anxiety you're right, now. You're right. I, fine. I'll gamble on the other or NL East game. Okay. Okay. Okay, fine. Better? Okay. That works, that works. Would you rather I go with Washington and Atlanta? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Okay, fine. Bet on Washington. Bet on your own team. <laughs> Actually, do what you want. No, no do what you want. It's your lock. It's your lock. Okay, <laughs> all y'all shut up. Oh, yeah. I was no, supporting. Bet, bet, bet on Atlanta. Patrick Corbin's on the mound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bet on Atlanta. Patrick Corbin on the mound for Washington. Max Freed for Atlanta. Um, Atlanta's got that game minus one and a half. Um, I'm actually going to take that. I'll take that. I'm also going to take Braves money line minus 250. Um, interestingly enough, over under is eight. Mm. I think they're expect, I think, you know, maybe you're expecting Atlanta to. (laughs) It's going to be Corbin. Yeah. He's going to fall. It's going to implode more gracefully than a. Yeah. I don't even know what implodes. So. I'm going to go – I am going to go Atlanta Atlanta minus one and a half, money line minus 250. So that's my pick. And uh, jumping Johnny. I like that lock, Mo. I appreciate you not – I just can't believe it. That's so I get, brave. You know what? It's I like get bet on the Mets and you know an what? opening day. Getting so much grief for it. I was going to do it, but I there got too go, much go. grief for it. I mean, it. you still can. Yeah. You 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 just have way more gall than I do. Yeah. I can never because I'm so superstitious when it comes I, to my I own gall. I mean, look, you, you have to realize that odds are by next Tuesday, I won't even remember what my lock was. This is very true. Now, uh, you still put it out there, though. Right. Granted, <laughs> I also won't be here the next two Tuesdays, but that's... I got it. Oh, so I see. So if we lose all these games... It's just gonna be like Mo's like, all right, I- I'm not here, and we're, mean, gonna, we're, we're gonna sit here and it's like, oh, and five Mets fans. I already <laughs> like, told you, I assume no responsibility for your betting failures, Brett. Gamble responsibly. Fair enough. Fair also, enough. Thank there you. is no running list of what the Tuesday crew locks were because someone forgot to write them down, Brett. That's just idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I have them in my head, so so I'm undefeated. John oh, okay. John has one loss. I got the Joe Flacco game though, so I mean that's yeah, just, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There okay, you go. okay. Gr- I definitely have like three. Grant's losses. at 500 right now. Mo's like 0 and 710. <laughs> <So. laughs> Honestly, it's quite probable seeing how much thought I put into these. But on that note, John, what do you got? I'm gonna go with my last. Well. One of my last hockey locks for the year, because I do what I know. I'm sticking with hockey. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Oilers, pretty good matchup. You got a matchup of two West Coast playoff teams. They're both going to get in. Uh, put both, quick in. Put, put quick in, please. He's he's falling up. He's in free fall right now. Um, the Knights are not though. They're they're playing well even without you know their uh, entire team still. Pretty much, because like they're you know looking at the past month, they've won five straight. They like they, unlike the Penguins, will be, they'll win eight and lose six, and then go five hundred for a month. The go the Golden Knights going back to February seventh, they've won five, they lose one. They won, they win three, they lose one. They win four. Like they keep just getting on these little mini streak, the little miniature win streaks. And it's gotta be because of this offense. You got Eichel who's going to score uh, four goals in the last five games. Uh, Pia, uh, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his names. Uh, but Vegas has been pretty good the past few games. I think the lot, the the uh, the line is Vegas plus 106, Edmonton minus 118. I believe. I think that's what it is. Um, I would go Vegas since they're the you know the hot team. Uh, they're pretty underrated this year, even though they have literally nobody. Um, yeah, I, you know, we always do this to win your money. So go Vegas. They're leading the West. It's the uh, it's a safe choice. Coach, what do you got? All right, so I got I got a March Madness lock because mm. 
I was I was gonna go baseball too, but then I then I'm like, you know what? Mm, I don't like, we 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 can wait. That'll be a next Tuesday thing. Yep. When it's like in the full swing, you get like a first week of yeah, when first all week the of games and people are here. Ha ha. Right. <laughs> so Florida Atlantic University made their first ever Final Four this year. The game is set for tip off Saturday, six oh nine PM Eastern Standard Time, playing the fifth seed San Diego State University Aztecs. I think Florida Atlantic's gonna wipe the floor with San Diego State. And their odds are plus one fourteen, they're an underdog. I think they have a momentum. And they're gonna they're gonna surprise people. George Mason who? Florida Atlantic's making it to the championship game. Wow. That is that is a very bold choice. And uh who do you have them taking on in the uh in the championship? See, this one isn't a lock, so but I'm just I'm just curious. This isn't a lot. No, 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 not. But that's fine. I'm just curious who you have. I mean, UConn's been steamrolling teams, so I feel like I feel like it's gonna be UConn. I don't want it to be UConn. I'd rather have two teams that never won anything before yeah. fight for glory. You know, like like that's just such a cool concept. Like UConn's won four national titles. Rest of the teams in the pool haven't won anything. It's such a such a cool storyline to follow along with. But you just gotta slay one more Goliath, and that's the Huskies. But the Huskies have been dominant, so it's gonna be tough to usurp them. Very interesting. That will be very interesting indeed. Um, you have a. Uh yeah. Um, I um, I'm look. So tonight, uh, the uh Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Carolina Hurricanes, and I like the Hurricanes to just beat up on the Lightning tonight. I feel like the Hurricanes have been on a. On a very hot streak, good hot streak, they're running into the playoffs. The Lightning are showing uh, signs of fatigue after all those years of uh, making it to three straight Stanley Cups. They're showing, and I believe that the uh, Hurricanes are gonna do are gonna put a, put up a good number on the Lightning tonight. That's a good lock because you know the Canes are. are I think the Canes. Are probably the team to beat in the Metro, even though how stacked this conf- this division is with the Rangers, the Devils. I think the Canes are like just all around. It's a great team. They got f- fantastic defense, even without uh, Svechnikov. Right? He's still out. Or he's still he's, he's back. Season, he's out. Still out for the season. So, um, Lightning have definitely. I don't know what's going. I mean, these these last five games. Is Vasi out or is he just bad? Hold on. Let me see. Because, I mean, I'm looking at these oh, scores. Yeah. Three of five, three, five, Seven, two. Seven, two to the Senators. Yeah, what are you doing, Andre? It seems like uh, a little, no, that, little I Igor. think it was Brian Elliott, actually. It was in that for that game. Nonetheless, I mean, it's kind of nice to see the Lightning be human for once because they're Brian so hateable because they're so good. Um, it's a good luck. Carolina, until – I still think Carolina's the team that beat the Metro. That's my the main thing. That'll be uh, sure? <coughs> not the devils. <laughs> <laughs> well, all those locks should be interesting to see how they play out. But uh, right now, we're going to step aside. When we come back, John Hartnett got another parking ticket. We're going to talk about that on the Tuesday crew right here on WRCUFM New Brunswick and online at WRCU.org. <laughs> Can't we just talk here on the Tuesday Crew, where gentlemen 
begin on a subject, go completely off the rails. It's basically our excuse to just talk about anything and everything. I'm Brett Hahn. To my right, Mo Golubchik, Garrett. Le- or, excuse Grant Langlois. Yep, oh my God. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Grant. <laughs> Grant okay. Langlois and John Harnett uh, desperately going to fill the the parking meter outside. So, so he'll be will, back soon. We will discuss John's latest parking woes when he gets back. But there, there there are some there are some new food options at City Field that were introduced oh. a few days ago that that caught my eye and I want to do tell. I, I want to see what you guys think about. It. So do tell. They have they added. A place called Beyond Nightlife Sushi. They offer sushi rolls and sushi burritos. There's that. That's weird, but There's I like sushi. So sushi cool. burritos are unreal. I don't know if you oh, ever no, had I've, one before. I've had a so good. good. Yeah. yeah. There's that. Nice I'm not a sushi guy, but uh, that, that sounds interesting. There's, there's it's, the... It's the uh, a tortilla, by the way. Where Continue. Is it? There's a fried chicken sandwich they added with a donut on top. Glazed donut. Oh yeah, you're right. It's a donut bun. It's two donuts. You're, you are correct. Yes. Yeah, I love so, Homer Simpson. So that that that's basically a recipe for stomach pain, but it looks delicious. It's a recipe yeah. for your A1C going up through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Um, stadium food is never has never been known to be good for your body. Let's just leave it at that. No, there's like a bunch of things like all over the stadium like that are just like fried and then there's just that oh, one yeah. little th- stand like far away in like the left field corner that's like sat with the vegan options and it's only like three things one of the other options been catching catching eyes is what they call a sun sunday donuts oh, so goodness they, so city field will offer cookies and blue ice cream with blue with chocolate donuts and oreo crumbles that they'll, sounds good. According that to Metsmerize.com, they'll also feature an Oreo donut, which is a glazed ring donut, chocolate icing, tipped with Oreos, and blue and orange drizzle. That I'm looking at a picture of that right now. That actually looks really good. It is. It, it, it looks unreal. My that mouth looks, is watering looking oh at it. I'm God, not going to lie. Yes. Um, it's probably going to cost like $29.99 plus tax, but, you know, it, it's something I... And don't forget, <laughs> you can... try. And don't forget, you have, the credit, you have to build in the credit card fees because City Field is cashless. This is true. That's so true. Well, what is your favorite thing to get at City Field like last year? Or so year? here's the thing. Cheesesteaks all I, the way. I am, I am someone who only eats kosher food. So my options are severely limited. So honestly, most of the time when I go with my family, we just bring food with us. And maybe we'll get like some Carvel. Um, other than that, like I took my girlfriend to a game. I think we just got like hot dogs and fries. But like honestly, for years, like we just we've been getting like Carvel or I think it's Mr. Softy now in the stadium, just like the ice cream. We stopped wasting money on the batting helmets. Yeah, um, we still have so many of them in the house though. Um, although the batting helmet, a classic. The, the size they, of those nacho portions in that sell, helmet though. Now is they insane. sell. Now they sell one in a home run apple in City Field. They saw that, yes. Ooh. Um, they've been selling that for a few years. Apple. Okay, so for those who don't know. The Mets, as one of the famous things that was originally in Shea Stadium, was they had a giant, it was actually a giant top hat in center field. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I remember that. I remember it's, that. It's still outside the, yeah. at City Field right now. Um, there's a giant top hat. And inside said top hat is a giant apple because New York is the big apple. And during like the seventh inning stretch, and primarily it was after a Mets player hit a home run, they would raise the apple up out of the hat. Um, and then when they built City Field, they built – it's not in a top hat anymore, but the apple is much bigger. 
Um, the at Shea Stadium Apple is still outside the stadium. Um, actually, fun fact, in the 2015, I don't remember if it was the NLDS or the NLCS. I believe it was the NLCS. Travis Darno, he was playing for the Mets, hit a home run and actually hit the apple. And during batting practice the next game, they actually had bandages on the apple, like where he hit it. But they actually, unfortunately, they took it off before the game, which I think just would have been funny if they'd left it there. Because um, they always they always have the apple up during batting practice. Something to aim for. Come on. Um, and by the way, you can look online. There's actually a video of like the process of raising it. Like, it's like some missile launch type stuff. Like, there's like two, two keys. keys and a button. Like, I'm not joking. It is intense. It just looks like an inflatable apple. I mean, it is not. It is not inflatable. Not. Yeah. Um, John, to fill you in, we were discussing the City Field home run apple. What about it? Just that it's, about it. It's so know. cool, right? I yeah. love the apple. Um, but now that John Hartnett is back, um, we've talked enough. We we talked about city food, city field food while you were gone. Oh, they got some new food stuff. Looks pretty good. Yeah, that's, uh, like that's what we were my, saying. My heart's gonna fucking gonna you know it's gonna stop. Um, I'd be more worried about the diabetes and the atherosclerosis. I feel so bad for the for the parents of the whose kids. kids are gonna be like, can I get a donut? Yeah, that's at least like. I want a donut. That's, that's a, a whole day's worth of calories. I want a donut. Just straight. Yeah. <laughs> If they sound like that too, that that would be. <laughs> the, 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 Elmo? Elmo? I was thinking the same exact thing. You didn't know Elmo, you're my hero. <laughs> I love Sesame Street. Oh my goodness. Me want cookie. <laughs> that was a terrible cookie monster. That was not supposed to sound like that. I want cookie. I, that's like a lot. Now you just sound like to come by Matombo. No, no, no. Not in my house. Oh man, that's this good, is though. what can we just talk has become. No, it's yeah, good. Yeah, we got moose discussions um, in the summer. John, oh my god! Do you remember some of the debates we used to have? Again. Do you remember the debate we had on the Tuesday crew one time about um, about Central Jersey? Oh, it exi- that was one of the most <laughs> we had heated a, arguments. Okay, us and for Jack. those for those who did Doesn't not exist. tune in over nope. the summer, myself, John Hartnett, and Jack Bisea had a 40-minute debate about Central Jersey, <laughs> complete with a Twitter poll. Uh, oh, no, sorry, not a Twitter poll, a WRC poll. Anyway, um, what we do need to talk about is, so as we mentioned at the top of the segment, John Hartnett just had to run out to feed a parking meter. Yeah. Um, John, mm-hmm. anything oh. interesting happened today? Well, here's a funny In thing. It, and let's, I'll remind you, let's keep this FCC friendly. I'll try as hard as possible, Mel. Grant, so, do we have a delay set up for you? Yeah. Uh, no, but I can't. <laughs> so, no, uh, no, we no, don't do it. So first things first, my meter is set to expire at 48, 748. Oh, be fine. And the parking the, restrictions end at 8 o'clock, by yeah. the way. Yes, but with my luck, the way these parking enforcers have gone, it's going to be amazing. So let me take you through a little quick story that begins about a m- last semester. I have a class in the labor ed building, right? On Cook Duck. Cook Duck. Cook Dog, it's like a five-minute drive, or it's like a five-minute bus ride, but, like, it's just, I drive, because I, I have a car on campus, I'm going to drive, okay? Makes sense. Right? Don't you live on Cook? <laughs> it's the same reason I drive. So, <laughs> so, I park in the staff lot. Oh, no. And I got a parking ticket. And I was like, okay, you know what? I was wrong. I was in a staff lot. You kind of deserve that, that one. Staff! And I was like, yep, I blew past it. But everyone else parks in there, too, so I thought I'd be safe because, you know, safety in numbers. No. 
Famous so, last words. Exactly. But I, I paid the twenty dollar fine. And now we're good. So I parked twenty dollars last time. Or? Yeah. Jesus. So I, I park in the other, the you know the main lot where people park. I got another parking ticket last night for parking in the lot that everybody parks in. And I've parked there f- since I've gotten staff parking t- st- that first ticket. And I parked there last semester with a class I had. Never had a problem. I'm not pa- If somebody from the Rutgers DOTS's list, I am not paying that fine. I will move my car tonight. I am not doing it. So today, I had an exam. I got up a little bit late. Not like late. I wasn't going to be late. But if I went, if I waited for the bus, I would have been late. So I decided to drive because, uh, because the Rexel bus stop was taken from my apartment. So I had to walk a 15, 20 minute walk to get the Rexel from Cook. Because they cut the stop from the Beale Road bus stop. Different story. So I drive to Livy and I was like, you know what? I have to just take this exam. It, I'll park in like the, you know, the outside the Lovin building when you first go into Livy. There's like little like hour. Oh, those street spots. Yeah, it's like an hour for visitors. Yeah, yeah, by the Jan- yeah, like you said, by the Janice Levin building. So I'm like, you know what? This exam will not take me more than an hour. I, last time I had this exam, it was it was like 40, 50 minutes, and it wasn't too bad, and then we're good. And where where is the exam? In Levin building. So it's right oh, there. not bad at all. So I didn't want to, again, I want to be safe, because I, I don't want to park in the yellow lot and walk, but I don't want to be as later than, I was only like 15 minutes late. If I got the bus, I would have been like, with traffic on 18, heavy traffic, I was only 15 minutes late. With the bus, that's like that's minimum 40 minutes for walking to the bus stop, waiting for the bus. I checked the app this morning. It said 20 minutes because all the actual buses were in Livy because the buses either come in, in batches of or three or four at a time or they just don't come because they're just, it's gone. So I get there, and I I don't move my car. I move my car to the yellow lot because I park there all this time. I go to Libby. Never had a problem because the lot is so big, right? Who's in a, who, they're not going to look at the entire lot because the, the whole parking lot's the size of a, of a county. I go to Libby, get some stir-fry. I did see RJ Silver Cohen and Jess Buckley. Shout out to those two WRC members. They're class acts. Hmm. Uh, got my stir-fry. I'm having a great time, okay? I'm chowing in the stir-fry. I got the Beatles going on, you know. You know, Sergeant Pepper's um, lonely. I, I, yep. I, you were corrected by uh, our fearless leader. It was not stir fry. It was it? Uh, oh, Mongolian Grill. Apologies. Mongolian Grill. Because po- Brower has stir fry, and Brower's bad. Anyway. Hey, I like their <laughs> stir fry. That's, that's that's fine. So I get alert, an alert maybe 15 minutes before class starts. I got a ticket. And I'm like, oh, I must have got It must be like, because you know, sometimes they, they send late. They, they go late, right? No, I got... Ticketed for the same spot twice. I got ticketed for the Levin spot that was only there for a visitor for an hour, and I got ticketed for the yellow lot twice. So, so wait, you got so three cop, tickets today? Yes. This cop. I apologize for yelling if you're in a car. This cop <laughs> went by my car. He ticketed me, and then another cop <laughs> drove around. It was like, oh, is that John Hartnett's car? Is that his license plate? I was sorry, license plate. That wouldn't be good. And then they gave me a ticket for this mo. They gave me a ticket for this. I could park in 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 Cape May in a Rutgers DOTS person who gave me a ticket. And here's my thing, right? Here's the biggest problem. And I had an exam this morning, right? Am I redlining? I'm sorry. I got you covered. He's been okay. he's been monitoring your fader the entire okay, time. Awesome. The the but the biggest thing is I had an exam, right? Now my professor's a very easy peasy guy. He's a class act. His name is Christopher Christopher Toe. Shout out. Uh, my competition professor, Christopher Toe, he's a class act. If I got there maybe 20 
30 minutes late, he's not going to have a problem with it because he's a, he's a class act, you know? He's a friendly guy. He's great. I love that class. Love him. Great teacher. I didn't want to walk to the bus, wait for the bus, get the, on the bus, get off the bus and take the... I would have been minimum 45 minutes late. So now I drive my car to Livy to be a good student to get this exam done. And now I'm, I'm, I'm penalized for it. Yeah. Rutgers, Rutgers, I'm not sure. I am a solution-driven guy. What is the solution <laughs> other than buying a Livy parking permit? I am not buying a $150 parking permit when I park there once every three weeks. What's the solution? Probably buy the parking permit. <laughs> I like, honestly think it would be cheaper in the long run to John. buy the parking like, pass. Look, look, John, like, there's no other answer. <laughs> like, but um, I, it doesn't make sense to do that. Yeah. But, also, shout out to our uh, our good friend Max Sanchez. We will be clipping this rant. Oh my god, it's just I, insane. John, I will say for you, it's not as bad. But I had eight. You've eight. I, I probably I have had eight. nine this year. I think. No, 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 it's eight this year because I've only been here this year. I didn't have <laughs> I, my car's Sweating. not connected, right? Yeah. So, like the first WRSU on Tuesday this semester, I got a little sticker on my driver's side window. And I was like, oh, hey, you got, like, a bunch of tickets. Like, log into this or, like, go to this page and pay them. I was like, okay. There was nothing on the page. Not a single thing. Yep. I logged in, like, two weeks later because my friend was like, oh, there's another way to log in because he had, like, five tickets he had to pay for, too. Because fun times, Rutgers. Sure. Uh, I logged in that way. Nothing there. I get a uh, notice while I'm in the parking lot outside of the Cook Doug gym changing my wheels on my hockey blades to go play in the <laughs> hockey the hockey outdoor ring yeah and he's like oh i need to give this to you i'm not gonna give you a ticket right now but here you go if you get caught again your car's gonna get towed and i was like what, what? i what? had no tickets what are you talking what? about he's like oh well i don't know email them and blah 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 and i was like okay i emailed them my license plate they connected my Rutgers account immediately to it and it was just yeah four hundred dollars i was like what oh. What? Wait, wait, wait! How much? It was four hundred dollars because it was fifty dollars a ticket. And and, and you accumulated like oh you my god! And the That's first, insane. Like, the beginning Lord, of the semester, I, I looked. Well, I drove like probably John drives to class. Too so many you times pay one fifty for a parking pass, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, subtract. Like, yeah, so you subtract two fifty from so that. And boom! You save. I don't. You know, I don't drive big money. <laughs> right. But so, like, come on, bro! I don't drive. I looked it up to try and actually pay for it. I don't drive mostly because I don't have a car, but <laughs> even even no no even when I do have like my dad's car, I don't drive because all my classes are on College Ave because sure, um Media. so right so uh, ITI actually, um but all my classes are on College Ave plus I'm not wasting money paying for Rutgers parking because I get park I I I rent a house right off of, a few blocks off of College Ave so I have City of New Brunswick parking pass yeah, um. So, like, if I need to park somewhere, I just park in a city spot near campus. Which That's is... the way to go. <clears throat> it's easier. I mean, it's just... I just... This is why I want to get rid Sad. of my car and buy a horse. Because you can ride the class with the horse. Are you, are you sure it's not better to buy an electric motorcycle or just, at that point? Or just a John, bicycle. Or a bicycle no, John, bike. listen. You, you nah, have to, you have to bring horse. back the Razor electric scooters. Okay, and, Acoustic and... or electric? 
What? Wait, what? No, we think of the same thing here. Acoustic razor scooter, right? Yeah, yeah. Acoustic? Electric or acoustic? Acoustic? Like powered or electric? No, I understand what you meant, but acoustic? You know, okay, so you know electric guitars, right? Yeah. No, we know what you mean. Yeah, so what's the problem? But acoustic is not the right word. Sure it is. You all know what you just said you know what I mean. I do, but that's not the right word. And I know I'm voice cracking really hard right now. No, sure. I saw Razor Scooters. Acoustic Razor Scooter. Right, 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 right. The, you know, you know the, the one that bangs against your ankles and causes a great deal of pain. <laughs> yeah. should bring. Yes. Over the winter, I, I had one of the VOs, and, like, the brake was off. Like, the electric thing wasn't working. So I got on it, and I was like, this is an acoustic scooter now. And then it banged into my left oh, ankle. Oh. And you know, That's like... That's pain, dude. You know when you just... And it hurts so bad, you don't even have like words for it. You're just like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, ah. <laughs> I literally, I sat down in front of the co- cook dog gym. I was like, kind of whimpering. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it felt like TV static was in my ankle. I just want to say, by the way, it was bad. I'm. Th- I was texting in Giddy Fox that we have some potential hockeys, and I was looking through like most of my texts with Giddy are just like, another Tuesday crew hockey, another one, <laughs> another one, because. For those who don't know, the way we get our hotkeys is mostly just from going through, like, crew logs and just clipping funny things that people say um, or funny things that people say during games. Um, also, some- Mo imagines them, and they show up in the, the hotkeys. It's very, <laughs> it's a very magical process. Oh, yeah. I just magic it through. Um, <laughs> He's got wizard powers. You're a wizard, you're a wizard Harry. I, I will never admit it, but actually, I'm going to admit it right now. Yes. House Golubchik, Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Screw J.K. Rowling. Look. We- Schmuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a, that's a conversation. On that note, I think hockey. it's time we... Um, okay. Right. Yeah, we've Still got, got some good hotkeys. Still got three minutes. Um, yeah, so... Don't I jump mean, the gun. Grant, hold on. Grant, you know what? Grant, real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Give me your favorite hockey off the board right now. Whopper, 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 bacon, whopper, 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 Shout out to the Nightline caller who started singing that That's phenomenal. a couple weeks ago. I thought you were going to go with uh, The Who Now? No, I say that a lot because I don't know anything about it. No, no, you actually use that one. And then That's there's, um, what was it, my, uh, my, my gorgeous college roommate is one of them? My gorgeous college roommate. <laughs> what? That's pretty good. <laughs> that was also that for Greg? that. That was for is that. that I think it, that I think it might be. Oh, yeah. Shout, shout out to Greg from way, Somerset. I'm pretty You're sure the last act. But like, I'm pretty sure those two are from the same nightline. It sounds oh, like that. Awesome. It sounds like but like, the funniest thing is Greg from Somerset called in one time for nightline, and I just went, hey, Greg, we've been waiting for you. And he's like, oh, I'm like, all right, well, you know how this goes. He goes, yep. And I just put. The funniest thing is, he always goes, hey, it's Greg from Somerset, uh, calling from the top of the APC parking deck after the game. <laughs> like, he always says that when you pick up the phone to screen the call. Um, <laughs> that he does. That he does. Um, but uh, on that note, we are getting just about to the top of the hour. So we're going to step aside, but we've got another hour of this coming up right here on 88.7 WRCU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRCU.org. Tune into El Hombre Solo with your host, 